Welcome back to the Live Loud Life podcast. Uh, my name is Dr. Antonio, your host of the podcast, and I have my lovely wife. Say hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, we're trying to get more um, uh, podcasts where we're both on talking about different things, but today we are going to be talking about the first week in review of the 75 hard challenge that we have been doing here at the beginning of um, 2022. So we're kind of just spitballing this. Uh, we kind of have some ins and outs that we, you know, both of us have kind of talked about and then we're just going to kind of wrap about it together and uh, see what works well for you guys. If it's now, and one of the big things we want to talk about is like, this is like any other challenge, right? We're going to talk about just the pros and cons of doing challenges in general, not necessarily like it has to be the 75 hard, although it, we've been enjoying it thus far, but we're only nine days in on yeah, I had to look at the calendar. I was like, how many, what days today? Yeah. So we're only, we're only nine days in on 75. And we're also just right before this, we were mapping out a wedding we're going to, we're mapping out uh, a conference we're going to in Vegas. So we have a lot of very difficult roadblocks or hurdles, if you will, coming up. That's going to make this 75 hard, very hard on those, on those times. So we'll see what happens. So, uh, without further ado, well, let's talk about what 75 hard is yeah, first of all, right? So ahead. it's 75 days in a row. If at any point in time you do not get one of these daily routines into your day, you are supposed to start back over and it's on the honor system, if you will, right? <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things that if you don't do one of the things, you start back over. Um, we are doing it a little bit different, Antonio and myself. So it is two workouts a day, 45 minutes each, one of which needs to be outdoors, which in Colorado and in the middle of winter is a little challenging. And a gallon of water a day, 10 nonfiction pages a day, one progress picture a day. What else am I missing? Oh, pick a diet and stick to it. So it doesn't mm -hmm, have to be mm -hmm. anything in particular. It's, it could be paleo, it could be keto, it could be whatever version of something that you're trying to get rid of and shift and change in your diet. And then what else? Oh, no sugar, no alcohol. Yep. Did I get it all? I think that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we should know this by now because it's not, and that's the thing. It's not like, it's not meant to be very complex. It's meant to just be very simple and encouraging you to be consistent, which we're going to get into the consistency uh, mentality and mindset. But, so, you know, some of the nuances, like Nichelle mentioned, like diet, it could be keto, it could be paleo, whatever it is. Um, our diets are, you know, pretty, pretty spot on. I would say over the last like end of the year, we kind of, you know, with holidays and everything as most people do. But, you know, it's one of those things when you look at, um, you know, like 85% of the time, 90% of the time, our diet's pretty spot on. And when we say spot on, we're not counting macros, we're not counting calories or anything like that. We eat meat, we eat a ton of veggies and occasional grain, which might be rice, maybe bread, um, occasional sugar. Last year, again, at the holidays, it was more, but outside of occasional dairy with cheese, and you know creamer within our coffee but outside of that like our the main premise is meat vegetables and fruit i didn't mention fruit so like we don't, we're not following 
we're not following a keto diet. We're not following a paleo diet. We're just doing what we've been doing, but eliminating some of the other things, which would be sugar and alcohol. Mine more so beer and alcohol, and then definitely taking out the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what? like we said, so keto and paleo are tough for people to keep long-term in their life. A lot of times you hear people going on keto for a couple months or paleo as a challenge. And there are people who will do it long-term, but in general, they're not. And so our diet in our family is something that's sustainable. So yes, sometimes we put feta on our salads, but are we just slicing off cheese and eating it every day? No, we're not. And so we're looking into what do we want to shift and change other than being a little bit more strict with sugar, keeping that out, being a little more strict with alcohol, keeping that out for the challenge. But then I was diving in specifically for my body being like, what are some things that maybe don't do as well for my body, but I'm in a habit of. And so I'm getting rid of rice, rice cakes, things like that. Um, what else am I getting rid of? Um, that's the main thing for me. Other than that, it's sticking to not doing sugars, not being tempted by the junk food that maybe on the weekends when you're at a coffee shop, you're like, let me go grab that scone. It's like, ah, well, you know, not going to do that for the 75 days. Um, so it's, it's not being crazy strict, but that's because we already had a diet that was pretty darn good to begin with. Now with working out, I've shifted mine to doing 20 minutes of outdoor and it can be longer, but at least 20 minutes outdoor and then 25 minutes indoor. And the main reason for that is I just don't feel like I have the capacity and time for it right now. And I just want to pick something that I could be consistent with. So the outdoor in Colorado was a little challenging because I have the kids a couple times a week and I just wasn't sure if it'd be snowing if I could get 45 minutes in outside while parenting. So that was kind of one of the the big decisions there, but it's all about change and being consistent. And so that's fitting in more than I was doing. Yeah. So t- uh, just piggybacking off one of the diet things, like for those of you that are in a position where you feel like your diet's like, well, I don't know what I've changed. My diet's really good. It's just, it, you know, it's, this is an opportunity for you to, to, you know, run a fine comb through things, just tighten up some things, go through that audit process. That's really, you know, what you can use that for. And then for the working out, I'm attempting to do the full, which is 45 minutes, two 45 minute workouts a day. Uh, one of which that needs to be outside. So, so far with the exception of one or two days, which I think this weekend we did them, which were there a little later, I've been waking up every morning at five, five fifteen, or five 30 and doing an outdoor workout. Now, like what Nichelle said is we've Colorado had a crazy warm December. And, you know, as we were planning for this and lining up for this, it, you know, it seemed fine. It was like, oh, we have some 40, 50 degree days. And then of course, uh, the day before this all goes down, we get a, you know, massive amount of snow, so on and so forth. So not running for a long time and then taking your first run in a bunch of snow was quite difficult, but that's, what's harder. So one thing that we want to encourage people, because when we were, when we were highlighting this challenge to some friends, some patients, so on and so forth, the workout uh, um, the work, uh, the workout program or caveat, whatever you will, it's very daunting to most people. So we encourage this is like, Hey, the whole point is to not say you have to do the 45 forever. We know this challenge says two 45 minute workouts, but realistically we just want you to make positive changes and everyone else is in a different season of life. So as Nichelle mentioned, she's with the kids two full days. And if it's a blizzard, it's kind of hard to get the whole family out to get your quote unquote outdoor workout in. So 
you know, we're trying to be some, you know, not lenient to a detriment, but just understanding that there are certain seasons of life or circumstances which would make something not possible, especially when you're talking about parents trying to get on board with something like this. So we're encouraging everyone to just be like, okay, well, what would realistically work well for you? We want you to be moving. Uh, so Nichelle's doing 20, 20, 25 each time. What was it? Um, so that totals 40 to 45, 50 minutes, right? So we're, we're telling everyone, it's like, Hey, you have at least 30 to 40 minutes to move every day. Everyone has at least 30 to 40 minutes to move every day. So even if it was just one workout for 30 to 40 minutes a day, we think that's great. Take everything else and complete that and do the 30 to 40 minutes, especially if you haven't been working out every day, that's going to be a huge amount of progress, or it could be two 15 minute workouts whatever that might be. So, you know, it just comes down to moving more, right? We're trying to get you guys to move more in a positive way. And when you set some parameters around it, which is all the 75 hard challenges is this parameters, then it makes you much more accountable. Uh, Let's dive into pros, cons, stuff like that. Yeah, so I was going to say the, the the pros, talking about parameters, is it helps build like consistency, right? So you know what needs to be accomplished every day. Every single day, it's the exact same rule. So what I have found to be a huge pro uh, for me is is that, is is the guidelines of set rules and it's not it's not changing every day. It's this is what you do every single day, and it makes it very easy to digest. Um, so that's my that's my big pro. Do you have a big pro for yours? I mean, big pros consistency. The con that I have is more that there's certain things within this specific seventy five hard that I've wanted to change, and I understand why they are they are in place. But the reason why I modified them, so for instance progress picture. For me, I'm like, I get that it's just the act of consistency. And so for me, I actually swapped that out with doing a post on social media for our business to get in the habit. Cause that's what this is all about is a habit forming, starting to form a better habit with how you eat, how you move, what you're drinking, reading more, just taking care of yourself in all levels. And so for me, I was like, I don't really want to take a progress picture every day, even though it's part of 75 hard. So I'm going to shift that to something else that can be really advantageous for me to get into the pattern of something I've been wanting to do. So the con for me with this type of challenge is Sometimes I look at the parameters and I'm like, eh, I don't really like them. And so I shift them not to make life easier on myself, just to make it something that fits more of what I want to do. Do you have a con for this one? Uh, a con in my mind, at least the first week, the biggest con for me is just the time commitment. Um, so, I, you know, being business owners and parents, it does take a lot of time. And that's where you know, we had a lot of people who were worried about doing it or getting into it just because of the time commitment. Um, and the reason why I'm doing it and, and, and committing to the time commitment is so that I can better allocate my time, right? So we all have the same amount of time is what we do with it. And I know in the past, and, and this has been said in many different ways, you know, when you're bored or you don't have something to do, that's when you get into other things that maybe aren't as productive. So now I really don't have the time to, you know, go down the rabbit hole of certain things, if you will. So this just helps me better structure. Now I know I have to get in a workout every single morning. Uh, otherwise, if I don't get that early one in, then it's much harder throughout the day. So I I think that's been the biggest challenge or con for me is just the sheer amount of time commitment thus far that it's been. But 
that's going to spin off as a positive. <laughs> so let's go into how do you be, how can you be more successful with the challenge and what are things that would create roadblocks? So we already talked about the roadblocks. So you have a challenge that's whether it's dietary movement and you're looking at what could cause a roadblock in that. Well, getting sick would be one of them, right? Because you aren't really ideally moving a ton when you're sick. You're letting yourself move a little bit, but really just rest and, and recover. Another big roadblock is like we said, was traveling. So travel that is needed for work, like our conference, travel that is needed, such as the wedding that we're going to. So there's some things that are going to be roadblocks that are in there. Are there any other big roadblocks you can think of? Um, I guess mentally, you're, you know, mentally with these challenges, that's a big roadblock. Like, are you mentally tough enough? Because that really comes into play when you're talking about these longer time spent working out, or when you see other people eating certain foods around you and you're like, Oh, I just want a bite of it. And that gets really tough. So that's a big, big roadblock that is it's oftentimes a bit harder than just, Oh, I have a trip. Well, and yeah. So if, if you look at, I mean, there's, uh, so Andy Frisella is the one who created created the 75 Hard Challenge. If you just Google 75 Hard, you're going to see a ton of podcast episodes on it, a bunch of social media posts on it. And, and, and even him himself, even he himself will say it is a mental challenge. Like the whole point, this is a mental challenge. Like your workouts can be harder. It doesn't like, it doesn't say the workouts have to be crazy intense. It just says you have to do two workouts. And again, like the show is saying, it's all these itty bitty pieces, but compounded together, make it hard. And it's the mental aspect of creating the actual habit. And I think above all, like you had mentioned consistency, you're seeing obviously the themes kind of unfolding time and time again, right? That in turn creates habits and then the habits turn into a better lifestyle, so on and so forth. So we're the expectation of this, not expectation, but maybe the hope, some might have an expectation, is that this will bleed out into other areas due to all that. And those roadblocks, just like anything else, like we know roadblocks will always come up. You're always going to hit another challenge and another challenge. And it's what you do when you hit those challenges to remain consistent that's going to pay off time and time again down the road. And for some, I'm reading a book right now because of this challenge and I'm getting through quite a bit of it because when you read 10 pages a day, sometimes <laughs> it flows into more than that because you're into it. It's called The Power of a Moment. And it talks about a lot of different things, but one of them is where's that peak at? So if you're always eating well, or you're always just eating a certain way and you're always moving a certain way. Maybe it's 20 minutes and not hundred and how many? Oh, I guess 90 minutes a day, not 150. I don't know what I was getting that number. 90 minutes a day. If you're just kind of average sitting there, you're going to see very average results. But if you suddenly are like, I'm going to do this 75 hard challenge, or I'm going to do this challenge with my gym, you have this moment that starts becoming a peak. You're challenged to be like, I want to do more. And then you'll probably see an outcome mentally for yourself or an outcome physically that's more than if you just stayed at that, just that level point, just like in the grasslands, you don't go up that peak. So this is the power of a moment right here is that we've just started and embarked on 75 hard and we're going for that peak, that, that moment that we'll remember, that we'll look back on. Remember when we did this in 2022, there were so many things that happened because of that. It'll be a, a memorable moment in our fitness. It'll be a memorable moment in our diet and I really like that book already because it talks about the power of the moment. And I see this challenge as being a peak in that. So let's flow into what are the things that can make this challenge successful for yourself. Well, I want to add something to that too. Cause one thing, uh, the, I love the peaks in the valleys kind of, um, uh, 
analogy, if you will, because one thing that I've said time and time again before is, and we say it because of our philosophy and movement, so on and so forth, is a body in motion stays in motion, right? So even though you might not be what seems to be like going into a valley or a rut, if you're just kind of doing the status quo as life is evolving, and if you're not evolving and continuously evolving, as you get older, we get weaker, we lose muscle mass, you know, all of these things. As life goes on, if you're not continuously growing and reaching for that next piece, peak, you're actually going backwards down into a valley, right? So we want to encourage and, you know, different seasons of life, you're going to have a different peak or whatever you're striving for. It doesn't have to be 75 hard, but by taking the application and putting something else, you've laid the found work, foundation of the groundwork to be able to climb a new peak or a pyramid. What was your question again? What makes this, will help make you successful? Yes. Yes. Um, so first and foremost is planning it out, right? So going into this, like for me at least, like I have, uh, I think I have six weeks of workouts planned. So again, de- uh, removing decision fatigue, all of these different things, like knowing what you're getting into, trying to map out, trying to plan your days. Um, you know, as parents, we definitely have to, you know, you definitely have to be a little bit more adaptable. But as you, if you know, like, you know, talking about adapt, being adaptable as a parent, okay, I know I have to do this workout. I know it's going to take 20 minutes. And when you see a moment, like you got the kids down or the kids with a snack or whatever that is, you're like, cool, I can nail this out. Right. Whereas if you didn't have it planned out, then you'd be trying to set that up and then you lose that opportunity. So planning and setting up in my mind really helps make this successful for one Anything you have. I mean, I think. More than that, in my opinion, especially if you live with someone, it's being on the same page with them. So I was just kind of so-so if I wanted to do 75 hard, but knowing that Antonio was going to do it, I personally wanted to be there to support them, knowing that if I was going to make different food choices or not move or not have that extra push to want to do it, it would be harder for him. Not saying he would not do it. He would, but that would be easier for my partner. And that goes with anything in your household, whether it's movement or you know choices that you're choosing with like how you're spending your time on your computer or your phone or what you're eating all those things get really influenced by those around you and so finding somebody if you don't live with somebody um a friend somebody else like that to hold you accountable to be there with you with a lot of your actions throughout the day because it helps to have that accountability and it just helps to also have that person who's going alongside it with you that you are near. So if you live with somebody and they're not also doing the 75 hard or doing the challenge you're doing, it can be really nice to invite them in onto some version of it because it's just that extra camaraderie, the extra conversation that you can have together at night if you do choose to do it. Yeah, no, that's that's obviously huge. People talk about intentional community, accountability, all of those things, like not going through something this challenging or difficult by yourself really makes a big difference. Um, so vital component. Uh, I think the other thing too is just, you know, understanding that like most things, like this is a marathon, right? You can't just tackle this and go in with this kind of gung-ho nature of just like, I'm going to just, you know, destroy this. Um, Especially if you've kind of, if you're kind of like a couch to 5k mentality right now where you haven't been doing a lot, there's just understanding like this is a marathon. Like this isn't intended to be this burnout thing where you're just trying to grind out 75 days. You're trying to make, you're trying to make positive changes. And when you come at it with a different, 
different lens with more awareness about what the actual outcomes and goals uh, uh, are, then you then you don't have to create it like a grind or anything like that, right? So being being a little bit more open and aware about what's actually being created allows you to create a more cons- more consistent framework, if you will. But just helps you stay on the track of just knowing if like if you have a bad workout, a bad day, if you're feeling beat up. It's not just that you failed. It's just like, hey, this is how it's going to be. You just got to keep taking that next step forward or your workout. You're going to just deload and make it super light today. Like today was Sunday for us. You know, while we work out consistently, doing it every day now and me doing it twice or both of us doing it twice a day now with different things is our bodies felt a little beat up and a little tighter. And so we listened to our bodies today and we did more of a mobility yoga flow routine, which honestly like made me feel great. And it helped me kind of re-energize and feel much more ready to tackle this next week. So I think we talked on most of the topics. We wanted to keep this short. This was just supposed to be a brief review of, uh, you know, our experience in the first week. Uh, obviously, the first week uh, is the easiest. I, I don't know. I don't, would you say it's the easiest? I'd say no, because the first week you're having to build those new patterns. Yeah. You're probably the most motivated in the first week, I but I would say, say it's the easiest. I imagine it's going to be, or I feel like in the in the middle, we'll be in the groove and it'll be kind of easy. We'll be in our flow. Yeah. I guess it's different for everyone because I could also see me being in the middle. I'm like, dang, it's only the middle, but I've come so far, <laughs> but yet there's still so far to go. I don't know. Mixed feelings. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. We've both been enjoying it. Whether we, you know, win, win, whether we complete it or fail the 75, I think already. Well, we won't fail it. I don't even know why he's saying that. But. Well, I'm saying if like, <laughs> I'm saying if I didn't do the 75, like me, to my mind, failing would be like, I didn't get the 75 hard done in the first go at it. Gotcha. Like have to reset, if you will. If we have to reset or whatever that is, you know, in my mind already, this, this first week has been, has been amazing for both of us, uh, for just like, you know, recharging us, you know, restarting us and getting us more amped about getting back into like a more consistent routine, which is always good after the holidays, but it's actually really fun too, to see our kids. We didn't mention anything about our kids. I mean, our six-year-old Bowden, he wants me to wake him up at five in the morning so that he can go run and ride his bike with me. So and he does it. It's and amazing. he does it. Yeah. Except for maybe one or two days. He's, he's been out there every single day. The, there's two days where I did sled pulls instead of running because my body hurt and he was walking along in the snow with me or he was riding the sled. So it's pretty, I mean, these are the changes that we say. We talk about, you know, generational health and starting with you is you can pass down these traits and these actions and these behaviors behavior items to your kids who will set a good example, hopefully for their kids, so on and so forth. So what you're doing could have impact down the road. And in our mind is really fun seeing this, like in our kids kind of get jazzed and motivated as well. They're doing yoga with us this morning. Our daughter, she rode a pedal bike, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago, and now she's getting in the habit of, of riding it. So she's gotten so much better in just the week because she's been doing laps and laps with it with us on her bike. So it's been, it has been cool to see that. And I think we failed to, you know, we always, uh, notice when our kids are modeling poor behaviors, they're saying bad words or responding the way that we would respond and react to things. But we also need to remember they, they are role models to the amazing things that we do as well. How kind you are to other people, how you move, what you're eating. They see what you're doing 
and they will copy you. And so if you can set those foundations when they're young, there's nothing better than that. So that's all we have. Uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, before we end, I think we should say, if you haven't started 75 hard yet, you can start this at any point in time. We just started within the the new year. So if you listen to this and you're, we're already halfway through it and you want to join in, you should totally do it. Whether you want to make it 75 days or 30 days for yourself, you should join in at some point and and give it a try. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, pick pick something. Pick a different time. Like it doesn't have to be seventy five hard. Take the framework of setting certain criteria, certain, certain rules uh, that that you think are obtainable. Here's here's kind of the different approach I've been taking as well. There's there's someone on YouTube that I've been following. Uh, his name is Dr. Jordan Peterson. Um, he's a clinical psychologist up in. Um, uh, Canada, but he talks about when making behavioral changes and changing habits. More times than not, we we do things that are too big, and then we get discouraged, and then we just kind of fall off the wagon, if you will. Right. So he talks about making small, obtainable first steps or goals, right? So the example would be if you haven't bench pressed ever, like it would be dumb to go try to bench 200, 300 pounds, right? So what do you do? You start with the first the the first rep that you can do that you know you can complete and then you try to add more to that. Like that's the whole point. If you don't think 75 is really obtainable, like don't set yourself up for failure. Set it for 15 days, set it for 20 days, but ideally over 20 to 30 because that's when I don't know the exact time when habits are formed. I've heard different things. Uh, but I think 30 is definitely obtainable. Set some rules, set some criterias, and then jump on board. Um, for those of you who want some accountability, we're trying to keep that accountability within our Facebook group. It's called the Live Loud Life Live Loud Life Community. Dang, I don't even know the name of our own Facebook page. I'll have to look it up real quick. Hold on. That's embarrassing. It is... Uh, live loud community page. If you just do live loud community page on Facebook, um, uh, a lot, a handful of people are doing, uh, 75 hard on there. Um, reach out for questions, accountability. We'd love for you to just join the, the community. We're trying to share some additional resources about, uh, what we do from coaching and helping families, so on and so forth. So that could be helpful for you. Um, we're posting our journey on Instagram as well. Um, you can follow us at live dot loud dot life on Instagram. We haven't posted any of this on YouTube yet. We'll maybe try to get some of that on, but, uh, we also have some personal Instagram pages. Nichelle, what's yours? Uh, Dr. Nichelle Gurley underscore DC. There you go. You can see she's posting, uh, her journey as well and some other stuff, uh, always pertaining to, uh, women's health, moms and babies. So be sure to check her out as well. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, our recap of the first week of 75 hard. We're sticking with it. Boom. (laughs) Boom. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Live loud. See you next time.